I'm telling you, like, what, if you guys are crying out for open heavens, yeah. or if you're waiting for a movement, what if I were to tell you that you are the open heaven? What if I told you that you are the movement now? That you don't have to wait for all these people to gather around in prayer and call out for revival. What if I told you because of the grace of God, you're already revived? Just believe it. Stop crying out for desperation because that's old covenant language, folks. When you're crying out desperately for God because in the new covenant, Jesus, you eat from me. You'll never be hungry or you'll never be thirsty again. So there's all these weird things going out there. These weird beliefs. That's why people are not seeing results. Okay, so I'm here. We call them sacred cows. Okay, sacred cows. I'm here to destroy some traditions here. Look, I was reading some of my healing books last night and I'm reading, what is this? This is nonsense. This is all old covenant language. This is all stuff about you trying to earn that you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to break out this generational curse, you need to have, you have unconfessed sin, blah, 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 blah. Okay, Jesus never did that. He just healed. Okay, what if I, if you were to come up to me right now for healing and I say, you're not going to get healed because you don't have any confessed sin or you don't have enough faith, which is what I learned growing up. God is a lot nicer than you think. Okay, and there's many believers that are living lives where they're trying to earn everything when Jesus says it's already been paid for. Okay, and so in my type of gatherings when it comes to like the healing or revival stuff, I'm not the type that really is all crying out for more power. What if I already told you this morning that the power, the resurrection power is already inside you now? What if I told you that? So it's true that you can't give away what you don't have, but I can't give you what you already have. So what I can give you is a revelation of Jesus Christ that is already paid for. If you want to experience true healing, uh, don't focus on me trying to heal you. Um, if you want to know what true faith for healing is, faith is very simple. You're just looking to Jesus Christ. You're just looking to Jesus Christ. And many times I've been to many gatherings where there's been too much focus on the anointed speakers. When really my heart this morning is to empower you to do what I can do. You can do exactly what I can do. And here I want to show you guys just my heart because this is why the devil messed with the wrong guy. Okay? Because I had a lot of bad experiences of not getting healed and I had a lot of experience of seeing a lot of people not get healed. So that's why healing is very close to my heart to show that when I see people who have deformities or sicknesses, my heart is to bring healing to them in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, and so I started reading the Bible. And what does it say? First Corinthians 4.20 says what? For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of what? Power. Okay, then you look at Paul. Paul says in Corinthians chapter 2, I didn't come with eloquence, I didn't come with persuasive words, but I came with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Okay, so that's why, you know, I, sometimes I go to churches here, sometimes I go to churches in the States, and I hear all these eloquent people, the great speakers, but there's no power. Okay, they, they just have a service and then they close. That's it. I meet a lot of young pastors here. They say, you know, Josh, we want Christianity to be cool. So they try to have all these cool programs, and you see all these cool pastors wearing jeans like me, right? And they're, you know, they're getting ears pierced. I have nothing against that, okay? Because I dress like that too, okay? I'm pretty chill. But that's the point. It's like they're trying to make Christianity be so cool and relevant, but that's not what people are looking for. Okay, what people are looking for is not something cool. Because you could go to a cool service with a cool program, with cool PowerPoints, with a cool message, because people sound cool while they're talking or whatever you know what I'm saying and you're still gonna go home defeated you're still gonna go home living in condemnation you're still gonna go home with your depression you're still gonna go home with your cancer that's eating your body away right you're still gonna go home with having all these different types of diseases because the coolness doesn't get rid of that stuff only the power of God see so what I'm here to do and I'm here to even claim that healings are gonna happen today okay not because of me because I'm gonna point you to Jesus Christ I will show you that God can heal your bodies
right? Because that's the thing. People don't believe. Folks, I'm not here to sell you on anointing because I think there's too much of that weird talk in the charismatic scene of anointing for this, anointing for that. If it is based on anointing, you cannot do what I do. Did you get that, folks? If, if it is based on the anointing and Josh has this healing anointing, you cannot do what I do now. Right, but what does John 14, 12 say? Anyone who has faith in me will do what? He'll be able to do greater things. It says anyone who has faith in me will be able to do greater things. So what does that word greater mean? People will try to explain it. Is it greater in quality or greater in quantity? Here's my response. Who cares what it means? If you are able to do greater than what Jesus did, you should at least be able to do similar than And what did Jesus do? He healed the sick, he cleansed the lepers, and he raised the dead. Do you get that, folks? And so when you think about the anointing, what if I were to tell you that you already have the anointing of Jesus Christ? And, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, charismatic talk like, we want this mantle. I want this anointing or this mantle from this guy or Smith Wigglesworth anointing. I'll tell people, I don't want Smith Wigglesworth anointing. Okay, I don't want William Branham or all these famous healers anointing. Why? Because I already know I have the anointing of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's like, if I could show you that you already have that, then you can do what I do. You know what I'm saying? When people, when I would try to go to these healing crusades, and, it's, and if I didn't get healed, it's because I didn't believe. They would accuse me of not having enough faith. But you know what that does to those healers? It takes the flack off of them then. Because it's my fault now. But what if I were to tell you that if you were to receive healing from me, if you were to come up to me, I wouldn't even ask you if you have faith. You know why? Because it doesn't depend upon their faith. How do I know that? How, do you, how did Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead? If Lazarus is dead, Jesus say, hey Lazarus, you have no faith in there? <laughs> he just spoke it, he just, okay, this is my slide, he's stinking healed it. He healed it. But there's this weird theology that you need to do this, you need to do that. You know, maybe as unconfessed in his life. You know, that's just like in John 9, when the guy, you know, who was blind. And they're like, who said this? Him or his parents? Jesus, not. Neither. It just this happened so I could display my work, my glory. And then what happened? Jesus just healed it. Keep it simple. What we do is that we just keep it very simple. Why do I know that when we pray for healing, I don't need to break off a generational curse off of you? Because Jesus already broke the curse 2,000 years ago. When you look at Galatians chapter 3, He became the curse for you. See, because when I understand the grace of God, folks, the, the, the focus is no longer on you. It's the focus is on Jesus Christ. That He bore your shame. He bore your disease. So by His stripes, you are healed. You are healed, so why don't you see it now? You just gotta wait for the manifestation to happen now. But in the invisible realm, the invisible realm is superior to the, in to the visible realm. See, you don't see your manifestation, but Isaiah 53 says that by His stripes, you are healed. So you just have to receive that. And that's why when I go up to people, I say, you don't have enough faith, let me lay hands on you because I have faith for you. If you were to come up to me with cancer, then I pray over you. Or let's just say, I don't even pray over you. And I say, you know what? God's doing this to build your character. Imagine if I told that to you. Well, I'm telling God, I don't, don't build my character anymore. <laughs> I'm dying. Now, what about those people who have cancer and they don't get healed? How do they build their character? They're dead. Okay, so they're, okay, for lack of a better word, okay, there's a lot of stupid theologies out there that a lot of Christians make up. Why? Because they're trying to come up with an explanation because they feel pressured by men. Okay, because it wouldn't make any sense. How do I know that God's not trying to build your character with your sickness or disease? Because when you think about even babies, babies that are extremely deformed, do they have the rational faculties to develop character and understand why they're going through these things? They're still babies. 
Hey, but that's why I, I tell people, you know why a lot of people are dying? Because Christians aren't healing them. You know, and everyone's expecting God to do it. Like, God, why, you know, I could even go up to someone and say, you know, why doesn't God just heal a bunch of the people in the hospitals right now? Because God has chosen to delegate the authority to us to bring healing to the sick. You heal the sick. And what a lot of people are doing are, are focusing too much on trying to get people to go to heaven. And I'm telling people, while you're here on earth, you bring heaven down. Can you just bring it down? And people don't understand the power that you have. Can you have the power to release it? Did you know that you don't even have to pray for the sick? You know what the Bible says? You heal the sick. It doesn't say you pray for the sick. You know, you never see Jesus and the disciples pray for healing. Did you know that? Said? What did they do? They just commanded it. Get up and walk. The Bible says that when you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. And speak it. Because I'm not here to, t- to make you guys think that you need the right atmosphere for healing. Why would you need the right atmosphere for healing? You are that. You are that. You are that. You are that.